0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee Talk. If you've just joined, Coffee Talks are the short in between episodes where we read your user submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, (laughs) or chat with you about what's going
1: on in our personal practices. If you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, email us at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com or you can send us your submission on our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can send us your tips, your ghost stories, or any kind of funny story you think the community would love to hear. Be sure to let us know if we can share your name or if you prefer to stay anonymous. Your social media usernames are also a great way to get credit.
0: Um, If you are somebody who has just joined listening to us this week or recently, as a reminder, our Patreon has... Well, first of all, we've lowered the price of the box from 50... Well, the box Discord combo from Mm -hmm. $50 to $40, as well as we have our monthly classes. And this Sunday, our class is going to be hosted by Crescent and Craft. Uh, Nika Phillips she's teaching us a class on uh, magical candle making which is going to be at 11 a.m pacific standard time Um, but if you can't make it it will be on patreon to watch indefinitely after that uh (laughs) via like youtube yes that being said we have one very long submission this week but it's broken <laughs> up into a bunch of really fun little stories um which is coming to us from one of our discord members <clears throat> lee uh their username is lee underscore d-a-t-u-r-a uh
1: yeah and so maria do you want to get us started <laughs> sure okay So first off, she says, okay, so these stories are not my stories, but they are my husband's stories. He is a way better storyteller than me, but I do my best. A little bit of background. My husband is currently in the military and trains in the Appalachian Mountain Range. So he's out there late at night or overnight a lot of times, as well as during very early mornings. And he has been heard. He, wait, he has seen, heard, and experienced some weird stuff. So I would name this a collection of stories of why I will never camp in the Appalachian forest. Me, who's actually making plans to do just
0: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, I do have plans. But anyway. <laughs> but story one. Not long after we moved to North Georgia, my husband had a hit, a training exercise. Basically, he and other guys in his unit train ranger students in the Appalachian Mountain Range during their mountain phase. This involves chasing them around with guns, using fake bullets, and pretending to be the enemy. This includes sneaking up, chasing, shooting at, and completely exhausting the already fatigued ranger students going through ranger school. Many of these exercises occur through throughout the day and also late at night. This means my husband hides with maybe one or two other guys in the middle of the Appalachian Forest very late at night, waiting to ambush the ranger students. Don't worry. I, as a loving and devoted wife, am not completely terrified in the slightest. So our first real introduction to the Appalachian forest happened a year and a half ago, right after we moved. I remember telling him that it was going to be extra special due to the full moon, and I think it was also a blood moon. He left, and I didn't... Um, see him until the next morning. When he came back, he had an utterly wild night. He got to work and things started off pretty normally. They all split up into their teams and hid in the woods, waited for the ranger students to come through so they could ambush them. Now, My husband started seeing a light move through the woods that he thought was one of the RIs. They carry a big stick with a light at the end so the ranger students can identify them. When he radioed up, they told him that the group was nowhere close to where they were waiting, and they were still about 30 minutes out. Another 45 minutes goes by, and he sees the light again. The radio's um, up asking if that's them and if they should be ready to do their attack on the students, and they say, no, it's not, and that they're actually running late. This left him trying to figure out what this random light that was walking through the woods was because there was nobody over there. After my husband and his group finished their training exercise, they met at the regrouping point where they heard one of the other group's radio saying that something huge was false was false charging them and they couldn't see what it was. Apparently, it kept running at them and then disappearing into the woods and then running back at them. The two of them abandoned their spot and were full sprinting down the mountain to get away from whatever was happening. Once a group reached the bottom, of the bottom of the mountain, they started radioing up to the captain asking if they could request a different spot for training for the students. When they all heard what my husband would describe them, what they all heard, what my husband would describe the most insane and scary noises that he had ever heard in his life, it started off like a woman's death scream. He heard mountain lions before, and when you have heard a mountain lion, you know what it sounds like. But he said that this really sounded like a woman screaming, not a mountain lion. Then the scream morphed into what sounded like an owl hooting, and then morphed into a woman singing. All of this was so loud that it reverberated through the mountains. And he said it felt like it was cascading down and bouncing off all the mountains they all looked at each other and were like what the fuck was that nobody had a good answer even people Who had been there for years didn't have a good answer. As they were talking about the noise and what it could be the other team members asked if they had heard the group of people coughing off the edge of the cliff. They heard the coughing even though it was a sheer drop off the edge of the cliff where no one could technically be. Apparently it sounded like they were standing basically mid-air coughing because there is no way you could have heard people coughing from up there up from where the valley was after the cliff drop so yeah just a typical night in the appalachian mountains
0: this reminds me of a few things so where i more not where i live but where my parents grew up which is nearby here Mm -hmm. there's a cemetery that has a red light that flashes and nobody can find it and it's like a haunted like thing that if you go to the cemetery at like a certain time it'll flash like this light and if you like follow it you'll die or some crazy thing i don't know i'm i'm not i'm not from there i don't know the exact lore (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing i was thinking of is that what if it was a peacock
1: (laughs) 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 oh we we actually at one point oh god i don't okay in a different neighborhood that we lived in um Uh we had peacocks that got loose and yeah, there was two peacocks. Like, no one knew where they came from. Like, they just showed up one day in the middle of a South Carolina neighborhood. And, but yes, they do scream and stuff. They, sh- they sound like children being kidnapped.
0: Mm-hmm. And they also make, like, hooty noises. So maybe some peacocks call- got <laughs> 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 We had a peacock neighbor, or not okay that sounded crazy my neighbor was not a peacock we had a neighbor who had peacocks when i like 15 years ago when i was like <laughs> a kid so maybe longer than 15 years ago shut up anyway <laughs> maybe it was 20 years ago anyway we had a neighbor that had peacocks and it it would sound like like a woman screaming or children being kidnapped and then when they were happy it was like in like a whoo whoo like, so maybe, maybe it was a peacock. Maybe your husband got attacked by peacocks. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm trying to, like, do some research to see if peacocks are there peacocks in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> I don't say think yeah. so. In the southern. Really? yeah, that there is there also you know,
0: a mystery solved, guys.
1: <laughs> so I, like, I, this wasn't I, haunted I think at all. I told it on the podcast before. Um, one night when me and my wife were camping outside, um, we like, we were woken up probably at like 3am. Of course it was 3am, mm-hmm. but it literally, I heard like basically what, um, her husband had heard. It was a scream, like, Peacock. but it sounded like a child. Like it was, very, it was so creepy. It
0: wasn't Listen, the peacocks. It's always
1: peacocks. <laughs> it's always peacocks.
0: <laughs> My, that's my new hill to die on. It's just peacocks.
1: <laughs> this is nothing to be afraid of here. It's just a peacock. I just remember <laughs> me and my wife like looking at each other and be like,
0: oh, <laughs> "You're like you're in the woods in the middle of the night and you hear somebody or something going, like, help, help!" And you're like, "Peacocks, man, they're crazy." <laughs> Let's
1: go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be like what do you do in that situation of like hear help help like i can go so many different ways i know <laughs> anyways anyways you ready to
0: all right i'm gonna read a story too
1: okay it says
0: this one happens to be my husband's friend not him personally during another late night training session my husband's friend ooh, uh, my husband's were sitting in a military vehicle waiting for instructions on where to move next, when suddenly they heard someone running at full sprint towards their truck. They held on to the doors because the vehicle's doors don't lock. What? No, let's put a pin in that. What the fuck? Why would you not have locking doors in a military vehicle? Hello? That feels like a weakness. <laughs> anyway, they're just like any old guy just like a like a walks up alongside the vehicle, opens the door, throws a bomb in, and then continues on, like, hello. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure this is like some sort of safety thing or whatever, but it feels crazy. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> feels like the opposite of safety. <laughs> Uh, the steps ran right up to the passenger door and then stopped dead. When they looked outside, there was no one around. Oh. <sighs> Probably because that ghost wanted to like remind you all about the safety of locking your doors. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. You want to read the next uh, one?
1: Sure. <clears throat> so, story three. <laughs> This story also happened to my husband's friend and not him. This story resulted in one of his friends refusing to do the hit location ever again. While him and his battle buddy were in one of the military vehicles waiting for the ranger students to come by, it was late at night pitch black in the middle of the thick north georgia woods in the appalachian forest they had the truck off because any light whatsoever shows up um on night vision which they can't have the ranger students seeing them from far away so they have to be they have to have every single light off there is a lady that lives kind of by the specific spot that they train around that would be terrible I feel so bad for that lady Right? Being around being in an area where they perform military exercises. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> Maybe, maybe she
0: like has got really good, like triple paned windows and doesn't hear anything. I hope
1: so. I also <laughs> just, I don't want a bunch of, you know, people playing war, war stuff in my backyard. I wouldn't either, me. but I don't know. Maybe she's one of
0: those people that's like, I'm a military buff. I love this. <laughs>
1: okay. but so they call her the cookie lady because apparently it's an old lady who makes the army guys cookies sounds kind of like a story I know about an old lady in the woods that lures people with candy but I digress <laughs> this lady had horses but they were all kept in a giant corral that she kept very secure at all times now the guys were sitting in one of the military vehicles that I had talked about above. The doors were basically a glorified heavy tarp with a metal frame oh I know i I can picture it because you see those on the highway like all the time mm-hmm. but anyways yeah
0: I, I know what you're talking about as well.
1: Yeah. There are no locks. There is no metal. There is nothing really keeping anybody from barging in. They start hearing something very large walking around the truck. They start looking at each other, trying to figure out what this large thing is, and then it just stops. It is pitch black. They can't see anything, so they start... They start hearing something very large walking around the truck. They start looking at each other, trying to figure out what this large thing is. And then they just then it just stops. It is pitch black. They can't see anything. So they start up the truck to see what is going on and to move closer to the hit site. As soon as they turn on the truck, they see a horse that they describe as the biggest horse they've ever seen. Now, as they describe it, it wasn't some sort of large show horse. It was literally a huge horse, bigger than any horse should ever naturally be. And it was looking directly (laughs) at them. Oh, is he a horse?
0: Is he a horse expert now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it was looking directly at them through the window. I mean, like leaned over the hood of the truck, peering at them straight through the windshield. Okay, that's kind of weird. Like, I don't... That's very weird. Yeah. Maybe it was a moose. Maybe it wasn't a horse at all. Oh, oh, wait. I don't think that there's moose. First of all,
0: I'm pretty sure it's meese. Okay. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) oh
1: gosh okay so this freaked them out so much that they immediately threw the truck in reverse and started backing out when the truck completely died all the lights shut off and the electric stopped working they had been able to back out and, and start turning and that was it the whole thing died, no lights, no anything, and they heard the horse's heavy footsteps walking towards them, walking right up to the truck. They were both panicking, and all of a sudden, the truck turned back on. They drove away fast as possible, but when one of the guys looked back to see, if the, um, to see the horse as they were driving away, it wasn't there. The guys... And now afraid are now afraid of horses and won't do any of the hits in that spot.
0: Okay, sorry, I've been thinking about it. First of all, <laughs> it wasn't a gaggle of me's. It wasn't a gaggle of me's. I'm wrong. That was a joke. Obviously it wasn't a gaggle of me's. But you know what it was? What? It's a fucking peacock. <laughs> 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 that's one crazy peacock
1: (laughs) that's what i'm just gonna blame like experiences in the woods now from now on so thanks for that
0: you're welcome i'm telling you for the rest of our lives we're gonna be 80 years old and we're gonna hear something freaky and i'll be like those fucking peacocks man they are up to something (laughs) it's funny
1: like these like Situations are bringing something back to me because my wife and I, we had visited Paris mountain, which is in like near Greenville in South Carolina. And as we were doing a trail, like, um, we kept like, she is a total skeptic. I like, I obviously am not. So for my Your wife, wife is to, a skeptic. Oh, wow. yeah. Something will happen directly in front of her. And she'd be like, I don't know what that was. I can't explain it. But so, what I'm you're saying is, once again,
0: I am the better wife. Um, you know,
1: I hate, I hate to be the one to, to,
0: to hold that, you know, burden. But here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: uh, as we were hiking, I kept, like, seeing stuff. Um, and But I wasn't saying anything to my wife, because... If I tell Skeptic. my wife about it, she'll just be like, "Yeah, right. yeah, okay, okay." And then she looks at me at the end of our walk after I've already been seeing a bunch of stuff, and she's like, "Do you see that? Do you see that?" And it was like that, you know, like when something when the road is too hot and has like the wavy lines mm-hmm. and stuff. She was seeing it in the forest, and then it would disappear, which is the same stuff that I was seeing in the forest too.
0: We so, will. We will. We. Won't.
1: Yeah, that just reminded me of that. But anyway, we're going to read our fifth story. <laughs> uh, it's our fourth story. Oh, fourth story. I <laughs> oh, <you> accidentally <laughs> scrolled.
0: It's fine. You can't count, but that's why you're really beautiful. You don't need know. to know how to count.
1: I know. That's With my star pimple patches that I am rocking yeah, well, right Well, nobody would have known that
0: if you hadn't just told them. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was the I only one who knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, <clears throat> story four. Just the other day, my husband came home after driving to work at around 3 a.m. He was driving on Camp Road, a remote road leading to the base. There was nobody around, and it was dark, windy, and eerie. At 3 a.m., he saw a random lady walking up the side of the road. Nope. Nope. That's a huge fucking no. Um, As he got closer, she didn't turn to look at his car or change her stride. She just stuck out her thumb for a ride without looking in his direction. Ma'am. <laughs> no. <laughs> you
1: remember that Twilight Zone episode of The Hitchhiker? I have a story that goes
0: along with this for myself after, after this story's done.
1: Okay. Um...
0: He immediately felt uneasy due to her strange, inhuman way of walking and acting acting, and her lack of response to his car. He said he audibly exclaimed, oh, fuck no, and kept (laughs) driving. When he looked back to try and see her face, well, he couldn't see a face. A truck was coming up behind him, and she didn't signal for that truck to stop. And in fact, she just completely stopped walking and was standing on the side of the road, completely (laughs) emotionless. When I was, like, 19, I had my first, like, roadside ghost experience. I might have talked about this before, like, in season one. Um, I was driving, um, so I'm from Sonoma County originally, and there's a road (laughs) called Occidental that takes you from Santa Rosa to Sebastopol. And (laughs) it's, like, this long stretch of, like, Kind of marshy land, sort of. I don't it's not marshland, but I don't know how else to describe it. And mm. I used to work as a mental health counselor. <clears throat> and I was I was going to Grayton. So shout out my Sonoma County homies. If you know what Grayton is, that's a population of 30, bitch. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I was driving to Grayton because that's where I was living at the time. <clears throat> and I used to work as a mental health counselor and I'd work the overnights. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was like an inpatient facility anyway, uh so it's like I don't know like four in the morning, and I was driving home and I was driving on Occidental uh not Occidental, it's not Occidental, no, it is, I don't remember the road it doesn't matter, it's this long road <laughs> um, I want to say it is Occidental, but now it feels wrong anyway, it's been fifteen years um, so I'm driving on this road, and that sort of exact same thing happened. Where I was, but I saw multiple people in the fog that were like like that. And then one was in front of my car, and I like mm-hmm. slammed on the brakes as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I slammed on the brakes, and then they were gone. And I'm like sobbing at this point, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought I almost just killed someone. <laughs> and just absolutely sobbing I get home and I was like I am never taking that road at that hour ever again and I never did I never drove that way home because it wasn't the only way to get to Grayton. I took you an extra to find- like 20 minute drive to yeah. not go on that road ever again
1: <laughs> you need to find out that road name for sure and then look it up maybe other people experienced it too
0: yeah I will I I, I'll ask my dad because my dad used to work on that road a lot mm-hmm. um I want to say it's Occidental, but that feels wrong. I don't know. I'll
1: Mm -hmm. look it up. I will look it up. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Anyway, we have another story.
1: (laughs) Story five. So this story also happened to my husband's friend and not him personally. (laughs) His friend was driving up to the base to get some equipment really late at night when he was driving up the same road that my husband saw the lady that tried to catch a ride. Let's be real. That is not a real person. (laughs) That long, uh, windy, dark and eerie road. There was a very large deer standing in the middle of the road, not moving and staring at him. He slowed down, but the deer didn't move. So he went around the deer When he looked back, the deer had turned its head to look at him, but did not move. This creeped him out because that's not normal deer behavior. behavior. He drove up to base, collected his stuff, and was heading back down that same exact road, probably about 25, maybe 30 minutes later, to find the deer still standing in the middle of the road, looking right at him. He, of course, went around the deer as fast as possible and sped the rest of the way home. But as he looked back, the deer, still unmoving, was watching him.
0: Me-moo, 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 me-moo. It's actually her? a moose. Why don't you learn your animals? It's actually a moose. So,
1: <laughs> See, I'm wondering if it was a
0: mama waiting for her babies,
1: too. Oh, maybe.
0: Like... It might have been. That sounds like something that a mama would
1: do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just, you know... We we don't know. But listen, Marie and I are actually secret skeptics, and
0: we're going to blame everything <laughs> on animals this episode. Because quite frankly, if I don't blame everything on animals, I will never, ever, ever go to the Appalachian Mountains. So me too. They're beautiful. That's so <laughs> not pretty. if a fucking ghoul is going <laughs> to haunt me for just trying to exist. Fuck that. I don't want a moose attack in my car or peacocks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh. Anyways,
0: do you want to read story six? So story six, and our last story, I believe, too. Mm -hmm. The story just happened to my husband the other night. He was sitting in one of the military vehicles with two other guys waiting for the ambush. (laughs) And I like, I know it's all military training, but it like Mm -hmm. makes me feel like you're like in some war torn, like whatever. And you're like,
1: I'm waiting to get ambushed. I just keep thinking that their adrenal glands must be like th- tore apart from all the adrenaline from like yeah. having to do this so much. But anyway,s go right. ahead. Have- <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: he had his feet propped up and out the window and all of the guys... No, okay, actually at some point this is actually just your fault because you are we're on story six one of which your fucking military vehicle, somebody tried to run up at you and doesn't have locks and you're like, yeah I'm just gonna casually hang with my feet out the window at some point this is your fault, not to victim blame, but this is your fault (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all of the guys were talking and joking around when one of them asked do you hear that they all kept joking and laughing around the guy and repeated his question again and again if they heard what he heard and my husband stopped to listen and heard massive footsteps trying to creep towards them it sounded like something as big as a bear but he looked and there was nothing moving towards them They were in a mostly open area where they could 100% see a bear or something of that size if that was moving towards them. As he listened again to make sure that he was hearing correctly, he definitely heard a big, huge footstep uh, walking towards them, now super close to the truck, but nothing visibly there. He still had his feet hanging outside the window. Oh my God. (laughs) So he quickly pulled them in and zipped the tarp window up. They eventually all peeked outside and couldn't see anything or any footsteps on nights when he doesn't see something as crazy as the other stories. My husband still sees strange things like floating lights. The R.I.'s guides for the Rangers carry big walking sticks with lights at the end to help navigate through the thick North Georgia forest at night. Oh, so that answers that question because they're North Georgia, not South Georgia. So no peacocks. (laughs) You said it was in the South, right?
1: Well, I just saw one article, so I was like, apparently they are. I'm sorry. I thought
0: you had done full research in that 20 seconds. My mistake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me for
0: thinking that you were some sort of historian. I'll never make that mistake again.
1: Sorry. I'll do better next time, Mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so my husband often sees what he thinks is ri walking through the woods far away from the expected group when he radios to ask where the group is he's often told that they're still 30 to 45 minutes away and then he's told that nobody was near him he sees random lights floating through woods as if somebody's walking no big deal <laughs> This concludes my segment as to why I will never, ever camp in the woods and these mountains. All my husband and his friends have the same agreement and mutual understanding that most people here in the Appalachian Forest have. If you see something, no, you didn't.
1: Hear here we made a whole segment of it. <laughs> well, yeah. There's actually... I forget what the name is, but there's like a whole podcast about like the weird happenings in the forest, like in the mountains, in the Appalachian Mountains. Hmm. It, because it's literally... It's the oldest mountain range, you know, in the world. Um, really? I did not know that. Yeah. And it actually, um, I think... Was it you or someone else told me? Yeah, that um, the mountains actually are in England too so like was, when that was definitely
0: it. not me that sounds like some sort of geo, geological fact that i would typically not know
1: <laughs> actually actually it was my wife because we were talking about it on the hike
0: yeah she's really smart i'm the, I'm the hot sexy piece of meat wife who's not a skeptic and she's like the brains uh, <laughs> but it's really
1: old and you know of course there's gonna be tons of spirits and stuff yeah but-
0: especially if you believe in like animism and stuff like that Uh places like that not even just the Appalachians in general but places like that there's Mm -hmm. just so much like old spirits there you know what I mean
1: old energy it's it's fascinating yeah especially (laughs) for like Native Americans and stuff like that oh yeah absolutely up in there so why wouldn't they still be roaming the places that they loved yeah but um but yeah, like there's so many strange stories, like people just disappearing and things like that. It's wild. Yeah. It's yeah. And here I am, like I want to camp up there. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> I promise know, we'll be safe, I'm and I'll not, tell you guys mm, all the stories. I just. Mm, <laughs> anyway, guys this is the last episode with maria and i together um she got got lost in the mountains and was never to be seen again
1: very sad i just want to bring my wife up there so she can experience something so she can't deny the proof you know what i feel like this is the start of a horror story
0: and you should get a fucking grip he's so fucking for real right now honestly This this is literally how all horror movies start. They'll be like, don't separate. And then they separate. Oh well, and, not then, and you're oh, like no 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 <laughs> and like, don't go to the Appalachian Mountains to go fucking camping. And you're like, what if we just did? So oh, I've got plans. <laughs> Oh my god! But no, um, it is a dark day when I'm the brains of this fucking podcast. That is, <laughs> it is grim up in here. <laughs> oh my but, god! Um,
1: it's so funny how like like crazy things also happen to like military members because I had like a lot of friends when I lived in Ramstein, Germany I had cop friends that would like patrol the base and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and they would go to like the abandoned buildings Mm -hmm. and the lights would be on and there'd be no power to those buildings. No! (laughs)
0: Like what the fuck? (laughs) No! Yeah. Are are people okay? Like... (laughs) Listen, I am not a skeptic. I am not afraid of ghosts in like the right scenario, okay? But at some point, at some point, you're sticking your foot out of a fucking tarp tent when you've just told us all these horrifying stories, and it might be your fault. It's the same (laughs) damn thing. It's literally, this is the scenario where you go. I bought a face eating tiger, but I didn't think it would eat my face. <laughs> I feel like you're attacking me
1: because I'm going to be going into the I, I more am attacking you. This is, a,
0: this is a direct attack.
1: <laughs> but oh no, my goodness. I'm very excited about it. I think it's well, that be makes beautiful. one of us. I
0: think you're very dumb, but I love you so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just think, and this will be great content. For Listen, us. all I'm <laughs> gonna say, all I'm gonna say is,
0: is that when you inevitably go missing in the Appalachians, <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of you, one of your pictures. I'm gonna put a really bad GIF of like the <laughs> angel wings and the glow behind you, and I'm gonna play. I can be your hero. <laughs> over it and then i'm not gonna say anything else so if you guys ever see a really bad video of maria with like some bad cgi angel shit okay she's dead (laughs) that bitch is dead she's 100% dead
1: uh, look, I feel like you're just going to post that anyways when I feel like... I am. I'm hey, just going to go troll camping. people but I'm gonna <laughs> going to wait. You're going to wait until I'm actually camping and post it yeah. so people raise off to
0: the woods, guys. Let's see what happens. Tee heap
1: <laughs> uh, Anyway, thank you all so much for joining us this week
0: <laughs> for Coffee Talk. We hope to see you next week for our regular episodes. You can check out our website for links to our submission forms or you can shoot us an email at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com to tell us any ghost stories witchy stories tips or topics that you think that the community would love to hear and don't forget that next month is small business september and it is not too late to sign up for it we have a couple days left in the month head over to our instagram look for the anniversary post it is not pinned but it does say anniversary very large Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) uh to find out more information yeah and as always if you enjoy coffee and cauldrons please take a moment to review us on apple podcasts and on spotify or if you want to support us directly consider joining us on patreon where we share articles a special part two episode have a spell of the month box which is really cute i mean we did charm casting this month and adorable adorable and a discord and obviously an amazing class each month as well i mean so many things going on so many things
0: very exciting very fun we love it and we think you guys will love it too so if you wanna if you wanna support us on patreon there's a lot of really cool stuff happening there Yeah. (laughs) yeah